0: Hello, Steve. Hello, Joe. It's time to game classy. We are now recording. Oh, yes. It tells me that you're recording. I see. I, see. I
1: thought maybe you fell asleep again.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. No, it was funny. I mean, I've been awake for a while, but I I, I was like, I was like, I, I was thinking in my head, I was, I was, I was walking around, I was like, shouldn't we be recording today and i was like "Huh." let me check facebook and i checked and I, sure, sure enough you messaged me yesterday like six
1: <laughs> yeah i know i would i i partially blame myself because i didn't i didn't
0: warn you early enough but yeah i was like i was like damn it and so i, I was like shit yeah i'm ready i've been ready because <laughs> I, I couldn't remember if we were supposed to record today i was like are we recording today
1: yeah so. i i love that you never remember even though we've been doing this for like 11 years at this point <laughs> not,
0: not true not true the one time i remembered you forgot yes it's, it's oh yes the one time the it's one true. time i remembered you forgot which is pretty sweet <laughs>
1: yes i i have it on the chalkboard in here 297 joe <laughs> one steve yeah on the board baby on the board baby on the board <laughs> there you go um yes so welcome to game of the old world Um, The only podcast where we're going to talk about nothing but the old world for probably about an hour at this point. So (laughs) Uh, there's a lot of old world. A lot of old world, and I know you guys are probably tired of hearing that, but it's the game that Steve and I are most excited about right now. So yeah, I mean, it's it's
0: it's going to be it's going to be fucking awesome. I'm super excited. Like it's, (laughs) I I I don't want to gush too much. You go you go first. Well, I just wanted to say it's like
1: it's not that it's going to be like that big of a splash of a game. I think that probably in all honesty, Epic probably will sell better than the old world. However, Steve and I are old grognards we this is what we got into the hobby doing so we're gushing about it
0: yeah absolutely like i mean i mean my first my first game was definitely 40k like i played 40k first but the game that i liked was was warhammer fantasy
1: oh yeah well then didn't they remember we, when we worked at the bunker they used to say that it's like 40k is the girlfriend uh fantasy, fantasy was is the wife <laughs> 40K was the girlfriend, fantasy is the wife, and uh his uh, historicals is your uh Mistress. mother-in-law. <laughs> oh, mother-in-law. <laughs> nice. Yes, That's good. So w- w- we last week we were talking about it, it's like, wow, this is really ramping up. I wonder when they're gonna release it, and blah blah blah. And literally a week later, they're like, guess what, everyone? It's coming out on the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was like a, it was like all of a sudden it was just like the dam broke, and everything that they're doing has come out and it is pretty insane. Yeah, I mean the drip feed ended;
0: they just dumped everything out.
1: Yeah, so I, I think first of all, let's talk models because we we could talk about models and rules. Yeah. Um,
0: so that, for for me, I will sum it up as this: my 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 feeling on the models is it's a mixture of enthusiasm, but also disappointment. Yeah, because you wanted new sculpts, but I
1: knew that there wasn't going to be new sculpts.
0: I did. I mean, yeah sort of it's just i don't know i I just i'm mostly it's a very specific annoyance like i don't want to build those skeletons again
1: yeah i mean that that's exactly it but since these skeletons were released probably what 2013 20 no i'm not these skeletons these skeletons were released in 98 yeah but since 19 since the game was discontinued in 2014 2015 whenever that was we uh we've gotten a bunch of third-party skeletons that are infinitely better.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: I mean, not even 3D printing wise. I mean, you just want to go plastic. You could find better plastic skeletons.
0: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I mean, I specifically have those three. The, the one that I asked you if you had because those look exactly like Tomb Kings models. Yeah, I mean, they're pretty close. So uh, they'll they'll fit well. They'll fit the aesthetic perfectly because I only want to replace the the chariots, the cavalry and the infantry yes because i'm i'm totally satisfied using the gw sculpts for everything else like I, I like the tomb king's range for everything else and i don't despise the tomb king skeletons or anything like they're fine they get the job done but like man i do not want to fuck with those models again i just don't
1: yeah so, so to sum it up it looks like we were are we were cor- i was correct i mean that uh they're gonna be bringing back all of the old plastics And they're just going to be adding a couple new hero characters here and there for the armies mostly like kind of what they did with, I mean, if you remember back in seventh, eighth edition listeners, they did this all the time. They would have like new empire models come out and they'd always have a new standard bearer and a new general. It was always like brand new sculpts for every edition for those two figures at least.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's what it looks like they're going to do again. Like it's, it's like, it's the new from, from, from what I've gleaned from reading their reading, their like, uh, summaries or whatever is um the new stuff there is going to be they said it seems like there is going to be a lot of new stuff overall uh but it's pretty much strictly going to be big or characters
1: yes yeah that's what it looks like oh and um uh, the let's let's talk uh, just real briefly that how they're doing these splash releases on these care on these models and everything we didn't know about this when the I, I I don't remember. Did we talk about the army box
0: on the last podcast? We didn't because the army box wasn't revealed yet. Oh, maybe. Yeah, it like the army box got revealed like it was like the next day or something. It was very it, close to when we did the cast. Yeah. A classic, a classic, classy moment. Yes. Or else we did talk about on the
1: podcast. We don't remember it because we're old fucks. So Uh, if we talked about it in the previous cast, whatever.
0: No, Uh, just see, don't don't ever admit that. Just be like, no, we didn't do it.
1: (laughs) My bad. My bad. So the army box for the Tomb Kings was spoiled. Someone, I guess, took a picture at the printer's office and they sent it and it was probably printed in the UK. So that's probably why it got leaked. Mm hmm. And they showed what was going to be in the box, which was, um, you have, well, where was it? Uh, damn it. I just hit it up because I, I wanted to make sure I had everything already, like, lined up to make sure that I could pull it up when I needed it. Mm-hmm. God damn it. Okay, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. So, in the army box itself, you are going to get, oh, god damn it. I might have to cut this part. <laughs> well, I'll just here, here we go. Here we go. Just I'll, I'll of, oh, how bad. Okay, so you're gonna get forty skeletons on foot, which is a good chunk of skeletons. Trust me. Like, I think any undead army should at least minimum have a unit minimum thirty.
0: I mean, skeletons. my 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 former go to for like most Tomb Kings lists were two unit two blocks of twenty, and then a uh, thing of ten archers that was like he... standard for yeah. like core of skeletons. So 40 skeletons and 10 archers, like that's mm, that's pretty good.
1: Yeah. So you get you get 40 skeletons on foot with spears and shields and normal. But they're also giving you 36 archers,
0: which is way too many archers. This is a lot of archers. Well, it presumably could be enough archers. We don't actually know. We can't say for sure. <laughs>
1: yes. One of the nice things though, is those archers can be reused as skeleton infantry. You just don't put the damn skeleton, the bow bits on them and you can, yeah. you and could find the other pieces. And
0: also if archers end up being very good, uh, like, and like you want to actually spam them, uh, you could make the spear guys archers as well. Cause they, sh- it should all be on the tomb King sprues to turn them into either archers or spearmen. Yeah.
1: I I'm not 100%, i am not a hundred percent. I doubt as I think we said in the previous cast, it's,
0: Bowmen have always been like uh like just terrible in fantasy. Uh yeah, I mean it it all it's like it depends on the army list because there was always very specific lists where it's like okay, yeah, these are busted here in this specific yeah. list. Wood elves. Wood elves
1: were pretty much Wood elves and High elves were pretty much the only ones that were busted. Well, dark yeah. elves too. So it gets
0: elves. And elves then, in uh, general have good shooting. Oh, and uh, and there was the there was the gigantic mega block of Tomb King's archers with Kalita list. That was a oh, that was yeah. because I mean making making like 80 archers with poison attacks shoot twice is pretty fucking good. Well we'll talk about that in just a second. Hey oh but,
1: but they get um then you also get what 16 uh light cab horsemen which also way too much a unit of 10 max but you wouldn't even or, or 10 of them you'd need max but I don't even think you'd need 10. Mm. You probably only need five. Yeah, that seems likely. And maybe if you want to run two units of five, you can. And you get the big guy on the dragon, uh, the tomb king on foot.
0: Uh, yes. And... Yeah, I'll, I'll say I'm, I'm so happy that there's a lot more pictures of the dragon because it really does look good. It's really yeah. nice looking model. And then you get three chariots, which I also think is, that
1: might actually be too small. If they had switched out one of the unit of horsemen or one of the unit of archers for more chariots, I think it would have been a little bit better. Yeah. You have a You have a love-hate relationship with chariots, though
0: it's it's like well yeah i mean they 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 my problem with chariots was the the strength seven thing
1: yeah so for those who don't remember strength
0: seven would automatically
1: destroy a chariot the problem is is that chariots are chariots for the tomb kings are a unit (laughs) so if you get hit with something that's going to cause multiple strength seven wounds it's going to take out the entire unit almost instantaneously
0: yeah it's it's really bad and then also because of the way crumbling works is if they were in a fight with something you basically are going to lose everything
1: yeah so you had to break on the first you had to break the unit on the first
0: turn yeah yeah so that's why like you if you ever saw anyone using units like if you ever saw chariots being used in the king's army it was always three units of or it was always it was always a three-man unit with zero upgrades you never yeah. wanted to put any upgrades into it because, like, I mean, if if you if you put a banner in there, that's that's it's, it's just terrible. Like, it would just be three basic bitch chariots that were like essentially you you used you you considered it uh, a single chariot. Yes, which, which defeated the entire like idea and aesthetic and purpose of having like the tomb king lead your army because the because the whole the the like the big gimmick for tomb kings like uh, list building wise is every single army. Chariots are special choices. They're, they yes. were always special choices. So you were limited to four. And Tomb King chariots are also special choices, unless your general is a Tomb King instead of the instead of the high higher instead of the uh Arch Hierophant, whatever the what, yeah. whatever the Yeah, Hierophant, instead of the Hierophant, Lich Priest. Um, you got core chariots. So like the idea is like you could have a Tomb King in a chariot, in a big unit of chariots, and like make that your like main like make your army a chariot army. Terrible, terrible, terrible when it actually plays out on the on the the game It's awful, It's miserable. <laughs> I see as
1: I told you, Steve has very very
0: strong opinions
1: on chariots.
0: <laughs> I had a lot of chariots, okay? I owned a lot of them.
1: <laughs> All right. Um and then for the Bretonians, they have uh two units uh wait, one, two, three, five, 6 18 18 30 36 uh um men at arms two units of was it six two units of six knights mm-hmm. uh, a unit of i think 18 archers also not way too many three pegasus knights and the character um so it's much i think that the the bretonians is a bigger um win than the tomb kings in terms of what you're getting in terms of usefulness um, you definitely like the knights and the men at arms are all the knights shirt and the men at- arms are gonna need a 2,000 point army. Like every, the only thing that's over is maybe the archers, but the Bretonian Archer sucks so bad <laughs> that it's not not really worth it. From what I've heard, both army boxes are going to be about 1250 points.
0: Which is, I mean, so yeah, and I saw people complaining about the price and like, so, so here, let me, let me. Okay.
1: Yeah. One. Let's, let's talk about the price. Cause we're, I think they're retailing 250.
0: That's what US? I saw. 250 yeah. USD.
1: I don't think we have an actual, I don't know if we have an, an official us pricing. I know in the UK, um, I saw it just recently. It was like 125 for the bretonians and 140 pounds for, uh, 140 for the Jim Kings, 124 for the bretonians Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, no, it's 155 for the Bretonians, 175 for the Tomb Kings. So I think that we, I think people like said, it's like 250 each for the, in the US.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, so 250 is like, okay, so I, I'm not going to like, I'm not like trying to like stand GW here, but like in terms of what you're getting in those boxes, that's a very reasonable price point for Games Workshop.
1: Yes, very much so.
0: Uh because you get you get the fantasy rule book, right? So that's gonna be a sixty dollar hardcover right there. So that's sixty bucks. That's it. So sixty dollars of your two hundred and fifty goes towards that. Your your the, the big hardcover fantasy book. But then you get about twelve fifty points for that like that dollar to point ratio is actually very, very good for a GW game. Uh, oh, the absolutely. Only, the only thing that I, I have to I would say like specifically, like it feels rude to me is like the price seems fair if the models were new. <laughs> like because they're old models, it's kind of like it's like okay, like these are like like current pricing for really old models. So it's it's a it's a weird mixed bag, but I do not think it's like a huge ripoff in terms of like the base level of like dollars to models. I don't think it's bad at all. No.
1: No, no, I, I don't think so at all. Um, I, I agree with you. I think it's kind of, it's kind of, I, I'll use a British word here. It's cheeky of them to charge that much for models that are very much, um, you know, 30 years old at this point. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah, 30 yeah. years. They're, they're 20 years old um, at this point. So a 20-year-old model, and they're charging more than they were initially. I mean, with inflation, I would say probably the U.S. 255 for the bretonians, that's kind of about the equivalent of what it, when you'd get the army box back in two thousand three. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I
0: think I remember the I think I remember the original Tomb Kings army box being one ninety nine.
1: Yeah, they were two hundred dollars for the big army boxes,
0: and you didn't get a rule book in there.
1: You did not get a rule book. You also didn't get. Um, well, you'd get usually a metal unit inside those army boxes.
0: You did get so, you did get metal units. Yes, you did get yeah. you did get uh, you got. um uh tomb guard in there i'm fairly Mm -hmm. certain uh let's see actually you know what i'm looking at it right now uh i'm looking at the old army box okay so here's the old old army set uh ah ah, you you did not get tomb guard you got uh uh, two swarms you get you get five chariots
1: okay five chariots
0: eight cavalry
1: okay it's already uh, better than what this box is
0: uh A unit of 16 Skeleton Warriors. Okay. So those can either be uh, Archers or Melee. Okay. Um, A unit of three Metal Ushabdi. Okay, you got Ushabdi in there. Uh, Which
1: were the coolest fucking models in the world, but they ended up always being shit. in the. They ended up being
0: so terrible on the table. It's always garbage. So I'm hoping that this this edition is finally their time to shine. Um, The Screaming Skull Catapult, which is Metal. Okay uh then you got uh then you got the lich priest on foot the icon bearer on foot the tomb king on foot and then the mounted lich priest which are all metal character models
1: oh let's see Uh, you know it's it's hard to say because i actually think in terms of usefulness the old world army box is better
0: Uh, i agree
1: in terms of fun yeah the older one is probably better but this one you get the dragon you get um all of the core infantry that you need uh five chariots not as if it was six it would be way more useful yeah um because that way you could have two units of three the eight archers on foot good however with the um the skele bones on foot you definitely need at least 20 minimum so to, in order to make it the, the army useful so there you go and um uh i was i just looked up the prices us for the tomb king's box is 290 okay for the bretonian box, 250. Ah, okay. Yeah. So that's where I got that from. So it's $20 oh, I,
0: more. Yeah, that makes sense. You get did, the dragon. Yeah, I'll say the giant dragon.
1: Yeah. So what else these are the army book and the the boxes come with, I think is fantastic. You get red whippy sticks. You like do. talk about nostalgia right back. It's a throwback. You get the red whippy stick.
0: You also get you also get red translucent templates, which is nice.
1: Yes, but I mean, it's the whippy stick, Steve. Remember, we all had welts from whippy sticks.
0: Oh, yeah, everyone did. Yeah, I mean, that was it. That was the thing, right? Like your whippy stick.
1: A bunker story, which I probably told on this podcast before a thousand times, is one of my favorite things ever is when I think it was Tim caught the kid pushing the red whippy stick into the styrofoam terrain. Yes. All the way.
0: Yes. (laughs) I I don't think I've ever seen him that mad. Yeah, that was ridiculous.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, You get your dice with the with the appropriate scatter die as well.
0: Yep. Yeah. I mean, well, that, that that's a, that's an important thing. Is it, it showed the return of uh the scatter dice.
1: Yes. You uh, you get the old world rulebook, and you get uh. Yeah, that's and that that's about it. You get uh you also get like a a quick uh quick start rule guide. That's what it looks like. Yes.
0: Or an instructional guide. I can't really see. I think it might be a quick guide, for playing. Uh-huh no 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 it's it's uh you get a it's a rabbiting hordes book for your army list and then you get the rule book as well
1: okay cool that's yeah see that's exactly what i'm thinking so speaking of now we're going to get into the rule books right so they're these are the releasing rule books as well they're releasing three rule books this is the exact model that they did with um horus heresy which i also predicted this is another win for joe ding <laughs> you get the old world rulebook and you get two ru- faction rulebooks, one for forces of fantasy which are the good guys and one for ravening hordes which is the bad guys. Yes. I love this because Ravening Hordes and Forces of Fantasy are two old old ass supplements that I love that they brought back the names. Yes, fantastic. Yeah. Yes. Um, so those cover the the armies that will be in the new edition. Now they did mention that there are that the factions that are not in this edition are not going to be tournament legal. They're going to release a PDF set for those armies. Yes, and they will not be and, uh, and tournament they did, legal.
0: They did so. There, there's so there. There are armies. There are currently armies missing. Uh, yes, new, new like new armies because the so the, the so here I'll just cover it right out. So the legacy factions. They're referring to these as the quote unquote legacy faction. If legacy faction. If your army is a legacy faction, you will not. Get support in this edition, uh, yeah. as it stands right now. So, like they specifically said, like they're not going to, like they're going to have PDFs just so you can play with your stuff and like learn the rules or whatever. But like they're not going to have consistent. They won't have ongoing support. They will not be tournament legal, and there's not going to be any models released. And so those, go ahead.
1: Well, I was going to say, do you want to you want to go over those lists that list? Yes,
0: yes. So the legacy faction list is lizardmen, dark elves, delves, skaven, skaven ogre kingdoms ogre, oh, vampire counts Blah. demons of chaos that was zero surprise because they specifically said that there's no demons of chaos armies like in one of the like earliest uh yeah. talk like don't them. worry we're not gonna break yes yeah. yeah no addition t- uh and then chaos warps, which is of no surprise <laughs> uh yeah no not, not a surprise um Yes. So so, so those are the factions that are not going to be receiving ongoing support for this edition. Yes. This and then that's important. I think a lot of people
1: need to understand is it's this edition. Yes. Um, That means that if Old World continues and has a second edition, these armies could be released. Yes. Exactly. Other things that I think are interesting is that they did not. There's no mention of Kislev or Cathay which were pro- promoted pretty heavily in the early releases for the old world.
0: Yeah, no, so they are going to be they're going to be in the ar- they're going to be in the game for sure. They're just they're not going to be in the first wave.
1: Wave. wave. Well, the wave. Yes, they will not they will not be in the first wave of this game. It yeah. is I think uh, this, this is the thing that probably most people are butthurt about for multiple reasons, but I think two big ones are that Vampire Counts and Skaven are two very very popular armies.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's it's not the uh, it's I, I mean, I'm not super surprised by vampire counts, but I am kind of super surprised by Skaven.
1: It's well, the rumor is that the summer is going to be fourth edition of Age of Sigmar and Skaven are going to be the big bad guys in that. Yeah. Edition.
0: Yeah. You've mentioned that like they're, they're poised to be the like the new big bads. So, yeah. So I think that they don't want to double dip on the Skaven. Which I think is also
1: kind of dumb, though, because why not have a popular army for two games being used? But you know what? I, I don't have an NBA, so whatever.
0: <laughs> that's right. You're not a consultant. Shut
1: up. I'm not a consultant. They can consult me. but I'll, And I'll just say, like, eh, they're pretty popular. Yeah. But from what, from what I hear, it's the, the Skaven are going to get all new sculpts for Age of Sigmar. So that's part of the reason they don't want to re-release old Skaven sculpts. And that's yeah. also, you know, like, Lizardmen have gotten new sculpts um vampire counts are almost all completely re-sculpted the demons are the same old plastic demons there's nothing really there's some newer plastic models for the for the demons but nothing too much chaos dwarves are still like haven't really been touched since sixth edition yeah you got the stuff from forge world but whatever on that end Mm -hmm. and um dark elves though that's a weird one to me because there's not they're, the dark elves were updated in Eighth Edition with all new sculpts, which are really nice. And they haven't really done anything with dark elves in uh, Age of Sigmar, which makes me think maybe they're going to be doing something with that. All they've really done is the the um, witch elves, but those witch elves are the old Eighth Edition witch elves. Uh, yeah. I mean, who knows? I mean, I, I mean, uh, it also it just... ogre kingdoms haven't been really touched since their initial release. So, uh,
0: well, ogre kingdoms specifically, like so outside of the other stuff, I think ogre kingdoms would be the absolute last. To, to be added to this if they are specifically because of the timeline of the game
1: oh well, yeah i could see uh, that
0: it's it's like it's more likely you'll see like more likely what you'll see is like cathay will just be the uh the, like my guess is if they do they might actually release ogres stuff as like mercenaries dogs of war that's like what not, i was thinking not too. to Ogre kingdoms
1: Yeah, I was I was thinking that they were gonna do ogres as as dogs of war style, which would be nice because you got the man eaters, which you know work in lore. I think it'd be fun to have you know goldfags mercenary ogres. Yeah, that'd be great. I got all my old models. I'm gonna I'm gonna paint them up. Those horrible (laughs) horrible old ogres. (laughs) Oh, they're so bad. I love them. Yes. Um. So yeah, that's that's kind of that was kind of a. I don't think it was a surprise, but I do think it's interesting that they said it's not gonna be tournament legal, which which i was very happy about not because i played many tournaments but because usually these factions that get put out as a legacy in a pdf are usually broke in some way and then people have to take advantage of it for a tournament
0: uh yeah yeah that's that is that is true it's always like like uh oh yeah this this one guy like sure yeah this guy lets you take uh i don't know lead belchers as core sure that's fine and like you, you actually play that army you're like oh wait <laughs> that that fun little rule <laughs> completely broke this army exactly
1: so just to let you know the old world rulebook, old world rulebook will uh retail for 70 bucks forces of fantasy and ravening hordes are going to re- retail for 50 bucks a piece so that's pretty normal pricing for um horse heresy as well so i'm not really surprised on anything there but what blew my fucking mind steve mm. What blew my mind was something that we had talked about, I think, on the cast before, but we never predicted would actually happen. They're bringing back thin army books.
0: Yeah. For solid. under
1: $30, $27 retail. Like, how exciting is that? They're bringing, you get a nice little 50 page thin uh, softcover rule book for your armies when they're getting released. Holly fucking luya!
0: Yeah. No, you're right. <laughs>
1: I think one of the like, and seriously, this is one thing that GW needs to reconsider. Um, and this is kind of weird when I when I'm talking about it like this. But if you go to any used bookstore eh, anywhere and you look at their gaming section, do you know what takes up three rows on those? <laughs> it's all Age of Sigmar and um, and 40k books, they, current editions too. Like not even just old, but they're so. Uh, like they get just get tossed now because they're so out of date that no one wants them they take up so much space in your house that they're just like they people are throwing them away and then like you go to half price books and you're like oh look at this a, a hardcover book from you know ages sigma first edition oh i'd like to read this and they're like 20 dollars. no one's gonna buy this for 20 dollars. but that's also because used bookstores have no concept of how editions work they're just like they're not printing it anymore so therefore it's worth money
0: right no, no. not even <laughs> Well, um, maybe eventually. I like, I'm sure no- I'm sure nobody thought like uh, you know, like a 5th edition Warhammer army book would be worth anything, and some of those are pretty pricey. Um the 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 pricey stuff
1: I've seen so far, if you want to talk about like true Games Workshop books that are are worth a decent amount of money, of course anything pre um 3rd edition 40K and pre 6th edition f- fantasy tend to go for a decent amount of money. Like, so second ed books for 40 K can go for a decent amount. Um, fifth ed books, fourth, fifth ed books for fantasy, go for a decent amount. Anything pre that though, goes for a premium because usually they're pretty rare. Mm. And then the only other thing that's worth a decent amount of money are eighth ed for, uh, fantasy books. But I think that's because eighth ed was the last edition of fantasy that might drop down now that they have a new edition of fantasy coming out. Yeah. I, I mean, we'll we'll see. But everything else is, is worthless. Like, no one wants to pay any money for any of those books. So now they're like, they're like, hey, you want a Bretonnia book? We're going to give you this nice 50-page book. It's going to tell you, like, how to paint. It's going to tell you some background. It's going to give you a couple cool heroes. It's going to give you cool army builds, which I think are unique and cool. So you can, like... Hey, you want to run uh, an Errantry Crusade? Boom, done. You got this. There. They also have a Bretonian Exile list, which sounds like it's going to be border princes, which I also think is pretty damn cool. Yeah, very cool. Um, and then you get some special characters. You got the Green Knight, Sir Cecile Gaston, the <laughs> Wernslayer. Sir <laughs> Gaston, uh, Lady Alice Duchard, the Prophetess of Bron. Oh,
0: that's, God, the, I can't that's, wait the, to... that's the
1: foot queen, right? He, I, the 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 um. Not the queen, but the prophetess. Yeah. The foot prophetess. Yeah. I think i like, so I'm like super excited to buy this because that's like perfect bathroom reading material. Um, Great to have on the shelf. Nice and thin. Doesn't take
0: up too much space. Hallelujah. Yes, it is. A, it is a, it is a phenomenal and smart idea. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like overall, like uh, I'm kind of surprised like, that it's not, you know, it's not my dream edition uh, in terms of like what they're releasing models wise, but like, it's pretty close. Like it's, it's pretty close, man. Like it's pretty close. (laughs) Um, they're also doing a tomb Kings book and that one has,
1: uh, Prince of Puffus, the cursed scarab Lord neck off this emissary of Cetra. And of course, Cetra, the imperishable. That's right. He does not. Cetra, the imperishable. (laughs) Cetra does not kneel. God, it's so it's like it's scratching every nostalgia itch in my body. Um, and of course you get the Tomb King's army, the Neck Nehekaran Royal Host, and the Mortuary Cults. And I think the Mortuary Cult that was the one that did the um the constructs, right?
0: Is that the construct army? Mortuary, no, mortuary cult is all lich priests. That's like all, oh, okay. it's like it's all lich priests.
1: Okay. I was uh, I was hoping that was the um the what's it called the 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 whole construct army which i always thought was cool remember that guy who was um because you'd have the 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 priest who was entombed in the bone giant
0: yeah yeah that guy he was he was he was dope as shit they never made a model for that guy but yeah he he was like the coolest fucking lich priest because like yeah he was in he was in a bone giant and his his whole army was constructs yeah you could take bone giant i know you take bone giants were special choice and who shopty were core
1: you know shopty were core it was like so it was a useless list but it was so cool
0: yeah very cool completely useless yeah, and they gave you the 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 bone giant who could shoot the uh the bolt thrower. Yep. Yeah, they gave you all that was that was the, they gave you all the bone giant variants. There was the great weapon <sighs> one, the the archer which was a bolt thrower, uh the double the double hand weapon and then the sword and shield one as well. Very yeah.
1: cool. Yeah. Um I think uh so they're. so I just wanted to talk a little bit about some of the releases that they they're bringing out. So like for example, the tomb guard, you're getting uh, twenty models in there for eighty bucks, right? Mm-hmm. Now, once again, that's kind of like cheeky because they really should not be that expensive. <laughs> yes, but you're also getting, if you remember, it was usually like I think it was like thirty five for ten
0: at the last edition. Uh, it depend. That depends on the army and the models. Yeah, I, like- I really think like Tomb Guard <laughs> were like thirty five to forty for ten models. Well, the, I don't remember what the plastic Tomb Guard cost. I only remember the metal ones. But it, well, like- I. Re-
1: because yeah, I remember the the witch elves were ten models for sixty dollars. Yeah, I think the tomb guard were forty five for ten. So in reality, this is a deal. Yeah, I mean, kind of, you're getting ten dollars off, and they're bringing back you know sepulchro stalkers sixty bucks for the three of them, the necro sphinx for seventy five. These are all actually
0: kind of equivalent
1: to their prices ten years ago.
0: Right. They 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 didn't um. They didn't push any extra on there, if that makes sense. So no. like, yeah, it's 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 not bad. So, um, I think it's
1: interesting the Grail Knights, which were always expensive as shit. You get three for sixty bucks. <laughs> yeah, that's rough. Yeah, so I mean, you get you got to buy the, your your units. You buy a, a full units of one twenty for that. That's kind of expensive. Models it, are dope though. Yeah, they're real dope. The Battle Pilgrims are eighty with the reliquay and you get uh was it 12 models for 80 and the reliquy is 65 and you get the six guys that come with it and the reliquy? But here's the thing, Steve, from what I have seen and what I've been told, it's all of these models. If they were in metal at one point are coming out in metal with some exceptions. Yeah. That's what they said. They said, everything's going to be metal. So how exciting is that? I have heard though, that the, um, The new character models are plastic, and the war machines and larger models are going to be metal. Good. So, uh, are are going to be resin. So, not. (laughs) Yes. Yes.
0: So the bone giant may be resin. Well, see. So here's here's the here's I I will say this, and this is not a devil's advocate situation. This is a having built all of these metal models many times situation. (laughs) I would prefer both giant and a screaming skull catapult in resin resin i i i I knew you would feel that way (laughs) i do hate i do hate resin but those metal models were they're rough (laughs) very much so very much
1: so indeed um and then they're also releasing uh tomb king's reference cards which are uh bartonian and tomb king's reference cards which i think are interesting
0: yeah, I saw that. And and they're doing like there's like card sleeves and like the dice set looks nice. It, yeah. Well, the dice,
1: I always get a problem with the dice because they're so fucking expensive. I mean, 42 bucks for a set of dice
0: is that is highway robbery. I am sorry. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's they're very But I mean, you know, it's just that's how it is <laughs> I, I know it's i, know. I mean uh, buying custom dice is like the most luxury item you could possibly think of so i'm not gonna is be that
1: bougie gaming steve is it bougie gaming
0: yeah buying the luxury dice. like they're literally luxury dice like if like if you're buying them and you're complaining about the price fuck off <laughs> that's that's what it is. if you're not buying them and complaining about the price yeah sure carry on that's fine <laughs>
1: so i'm i'm one of those guys who really likes the smaller dice like the 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 army box dice you get that are like i think those are eight millimeter dice mm. i think that's what they are i really like though that this feel of the small dice for um bigger games like that but i can tell you that for games like um Warcry, i like the feel of the bigger dice
0: Uh, Yeah, I mean, however, it it depends how much dice you're rolling. I mean, for me, I'm not gonna lie. If I'm rolling, if I'm rolling a lot of dice, like I'm using a dice rolling app. I'm.
1: I'm I yeah, you like. I don't like the dice rolling apps because I don't think that they're.
0: um, I I don't trust them. I don't trust
1: Uh, computers, Steve.
0: If you well, here's the thing. If you don't trust them, both players should use it. And there you go. Any any distrust won't matter because both players will be under the same uh, restrictions. That's actually actually that's a that's a really a really funny story about that specifically dice related. Is uh, Giuseppe Giuseppe is notorious for having insane luck uh yes. in in tabletop games and, we have uh, talked about
1: the lucky giuseppe
0: yeah he's he's very lucky with dice rolls um and what <laughs> one of the funniest things i've ever seen there was so i can't remember who it was i think it was yeah i can't remember his name but there was a, a guy we were friends with and apparently giuseppe would just fucking smoke this guy every single time they played 40k and it was always like ridiculous because giuseppe's luck was good and this guy's luck was bad on top of it so like this dude would just get fucking smoked. So one time, the dude was like, Giuseppe, you roll my dice for me. And Giuseppe got obliterated. <laughs> <laughs> he got fucking obliterated because he rolled the dice for the guy, which cracked me up so much. I was like, that's great. It's like, that's like a quintessential Giuseppe story. <laughs> I mean, some people just
1: got hot dice. Some people just are hot rollers, and it's just like it's weird.
0: He's a hot roller. That's the thing too. Is if, if and that's the thing. If you roll, if he if you tell him to roll your dice, it will not change his rolls, bro. Like that, That's bro. that's 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 one of the things about it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. Bruh. Bruh. Um. So,
1: some interesting. Uh. You know. So you we're getting the the reference cards, and they're also releasing cards for the magic. The common might they're having a common magic item deck. Fucking awesome. Mm. And a lores of magic deck. Also fucking awesome. Yes. I love I I love the old magic cards, so I'm super stoked about that. Yes. I'm I'm hoping that these are not like splash releases, like they're just gonna release some like a small run and that's it. Because that was kind of annoying with some of the games that are doing. Like I I would like to to get the actual like packs over time. I just don't want to spend, you know five hundred dollars all at once yeah. i would like to spread out my pay my buying a little bit just so i'm not hurting my pocket that much mm-hmm. um they have released a they're releasing packs of bases too which i think are interesting um and they're just they're doing it in actual packs so if you want to buy new 30 millimeter square bases you can buy a pack of 30 mil square bases however as you and i have talked before if you're going to buy new bases don't buy the official GW bases. <laughs> just uh, go, just go on eBay and buy the cheap ones from from China because you're gonna yeah. save yourself a ton of money.
0: Yeah, just an absolute ton.
1: For example, the old world thirty by thirty millimeter bases, a hundred pack is costing fifty dollars. That's that's fucking wild.
0: That's <laughs> two, I and
1: mean, that's fifty cents a base. That's insane for that. Yeah, that's those, that's, uh... those bases cost less than a penny a piece like fractions of a penny a piece
0: yeah and and it's like to have an upsell that big is insane uh yeah i mean you could buy plastic bases right now um like for next to nothing uh it's like i don't know that that's just that's that's just wild
1: (laughs) yeah hold on a second i'm gonna gonna look this up really quick okay um because i want to see on ebay how much are 25 by 25 millimeter squares
0: well well here i got i got one here too for you so um i have let's see hang on how, how many how many is this looking at the price here uh da, 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 dead air we got a dead, dead air I'm, I'm, it's funny we're both looking at stuff uh okay so this is a 10 pack for uh two dollar okay so i found i found a I found a recent, like, I'm not even looking for, I'm not even shopping around. Just the first dude I found uh, will sell you a pack of 32 millimeter uh, square bases, which is the new big infantry size, I think. No, it's 30 mils, the new baby. Is it it 30 mils? Okay. Well, whatever. I mean, this is just, this is a fucking pricing base example, but uh, five bucks for like a massive like bag of them. (laughs)
1: Yeah, so um, I, I looked at my common reseller that I'm I, well, not reseller, but my my guy I go to for a lot of my plastic bases mm-hmm. uh, when I'm when I have to rebase something or if I'm I'm working on an army that's you know res that I've printed, uh, hundred twenty five millimeter square bases for twenty two dollars.
0: Yeah, so there you go. You get
1: double the bases for half the price. <laughs> um, that and those are official GW bases. These unofficial ones that you can get from China are nine dollars for a pack of 125 millimeter bases wow yeah insane yeah that's and especially i'm like i'm 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 not gonna rebase my armies that i already have i have four full fantasy armies um one of which is no longer legal Uh, (laughs) (laughs) but you know i i have i have them out i'm not gonna rebase them i'm just gonna get um I'm gonna get special movement trays.
0: I'll say you, there's, there, I think there's, I think it was Litco. I don't know. There's one that has that has movement trays that are already. They're setting it up where you. They're gonna yeah, do um, they're,
1: holes. They're just spaced properly.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: So yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna print out a couple of re-spaced basis, uh, movement trays, and I'm also gonna re, I'm gonna uh, print out a bunch of small, um, like slotted, bases. So that way, if, like, the unit gets broke or something like that, I can just use these little inserts to help uh, the size. Hmm, if nice that makes sense. sense. So nice there's sense. that. Uh, so, yeah. And you could – they're also releasing the old movement trays for 40 bucks, where you get to design and cut your own movement tray, which if – I think I said this back in t- 2010 when we were doing this podcast. I said if you – buy this movement tray and don't make your own damn movement trays you don't deserve to be in the hobby <laughs> i think it was one of the first fucking things i said on this podcast that's so silly <laughs> what dude oh,
0: some people don't want to make their own fucking trays
1: <laughs> well they still have to make their own trays like they're they're not like they come they have to you have to cut oh, out there's, the little there's, sides there's
0: better options than the gw ones but i mean i've never made my own trays i always i you- always had someone make my trays for me well yeah
1: they but you don't go out and buy a $40 movement tr- two $40 movement trays.
0: No, I always went with, I always went with wood movement trays. Um, Usually I, that's what I did too. I do balsa wood. Yeah. I had like, uh, I think uh, Jeff Florito used to make uh, <laughs> really, he used to make, I used to make great movement trays. He, I used to always moves. do, I, I used to always get my trays from Jeff Florito. Like they were like, they were very inexpensive and extremely high quality. That was, that was who I got my movement trays from.
1: Yeah. Um, oh, by the way, what do you think of the new tomb swarms that they have?
0: Great! Oh my God, you, you like them? I wasn't a big fan. I'm a. I mean, well, uh, I guess maybe it's because I remember the old ones being so shitty.
1: but they were but, just scarabs on the ground. They, but they looked like poop. They looked terrible. They didn't look good.
0: <laughs> These actually <laughs> look like a swarm. <laughs> a swarm. Uh, well, that was the problem. I mean, because like the the like the swarm of rats always looked good for the skaven because they were big so like you could tell the 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 tomb swarms like no
1: rat swarms were small back in in the day giant rats were were big of course but those were on their own individual bases so
0: the the rats themselves were big enough on a rat swarm that you could tell they were rats okay uh because they like the the tomb swarms just looked they just i don't know they just didn't really look like uh bugs well i always added stuff to my bases for the tomb swarms so they ended up looking way cooler
1: the um, only good bug is a dead bug. That's
0: right. They hit us, Rico. They
1: hit us hard. What? What is it? That's Sao Paulo.
0: Uh, they hit Rio. Yeah, they Rio. Wasn't it, was, was, was it Buenos Aires? I it was oh, Buenos Aires. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah Buenos Aires. I'm from Buenos Aires, and I say kill them all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was uh, a that that's good stuff. Uh, oh, I mean, anyway, they, they did do an official article on unit fillers which i thought was kind of cool
1: that was the other thing i wanted to talk about is they actually acknowledged unit fillers and was like hey if you want to make your unit bigger you could put this thing in there and make your unit bigger and i was like holy shit what world are we living in what has happened what year is this what's going <laughs> yeah. on what's my name
0: yeah they, they said they, are, they also they also had the suggested use it to fill out the middle six is what the is what you're looking to use your your, your filler for? So I was like, oh, "Love it!
1: I shit. love it so much." Yeah, I was very surprised. Yeah, I mean, well, also because they probably want to sell like those bigger bases that you can actually put, <laughs> like exact, the official. Because exactly. I think those are uh, if you if you oh, where's it at? But the prices on those, it's like nine bucks for three of those bases. So mm. yes, so have fun with that. But yeah, they they actually had a full article. On how to not spend money on models, and I was I was blown away by an, it. an official Games Workshop full article. Official full Games Workshop article. Rob Hawkins must be like like just like passed
0: out right now. <laughs> just, like,
1: <laughs> like he just saw it and he like he fell backwards and hit his head and he's lying he's lying dead in his workshop I, right now.
0: I, I was gonna say it played that uh that like uh what is it that uh day, that War of the Worlds noise that. Boom! and he's just like looking at it (laughs) you know like all of us
1: all of us older players like we read the article and like we just start seeing like trickles of blood coming down out of our ears (laughs) yeah it's like (laughs) scanners just
0: yes exactly
1: (laughs) oh man so i think that's about it in terms of like all of the big release stuff.
0: Yeah. Oh, and I guess we should we should cover the, the these are the the launch quote unquote launch armies. Uh, you've got yes. Kingdom of Britannia, the Empire of Man, the High Elf realms, the Wood Elf realms, the Dwarven Mountain Holds uh, for the forces <laughs> of fantasy, and then the forces <laughs> of fancy. Forces, yes, the forces of fancy. Uh, and then, that's how, dude, you just coined it. It's the forces of fancy. The forces of fancy, and then the ravening hordes give you yes. the tomb kings of Kemri, the warriors of Chaos, beastmen herds and the orc and goblin tribes.
1: There you go. Um, I and I know they just released a learn to play video battle report which is supposed and i have not sat down and actually watched it i i just haven't had the time i actually retiled my entire bathroom and it looks fantastic
0: uh um, I, did, I watched it it's great it looks yeah and it, it, it like i mean i have no like, obviously they didn't go in depth in the rules but my, i mean fuck it just looks like warhammer bro. it just looks it looks like the warhammer i remember yeah they uh they actually did release a full battle report video an official one okay that i didn't watch i didn't watch the battle yeah. report video i watched the small like two minute like taster or whatever yes
1: and they have uh they did go over some of the and, and here's the thing is like I don't want to go too in depth of the rules because it doesn't matter like those nuanced rules it's the game is pretty much set in what it is right now like it, it is it is sixth edition and fifth edition kind of mushed together mashed together so we're gonna um we're uh, probably everything after that is probably gonna be relatively similar if that makes sense mmm so let's not like I don't want to go too nuanced into the rules like, holy shit, did you see that this specific character can do this and this and this? It's like that doesn't matter. That's not good podcast information. Like we, we just want to talk about all the cool shit that's happening, right? Yes, we don't, yeah. We don't give a fuck about the rules. <laughs> yes. We don't play these games anyway. <laughs> We're never going to play this game. It's never going to happen. Um, I did see a lot of people bitching and moaning like no one's going to play the game. It's like it doesn't matter we're getting fucking square bases again yes exactly (laughs) yeah we're gonna get you'll you will at least see re-releases of all of those armies steve just mentioned you'll you'll get a nice army box and some new stuff for them um i'm i'm excited about it and i i i frankly don't care if anyone hates it or thinks it's dumb i i i am so happy about it but this is more than likely going to be the last like big podcast we do about the old world we'll probably talk about any new releases or some interesting information if it comes out but this is like the big old world episode that we're
0: going to talk about all the fun stuff with yeah until, i mean until until the actual release I, I would say
1: yeah i mean well let's see this so we're recording today which is the sixth so um the 20th that we'll be recording in the week um the 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 week that comes out Uh, so on the on the 20th we'll be recording again it won't come out till the 21st but that's when the the armies will be officially released so you would be able to get all your fun stuff so pre-order now Mm. yeah i i i still think that they are stretching a bit when they're saying that tomb kings are a ravening horde army
0: like that doesn't make any sense to me (laughs) <laughs> uh yeah well i mean that was just they just they, they just they just did it so they could split the factions they're good guys bad guys that's all it is yeah i know they should have uh and they
1: should have added a fifth faction so that it's balanced that that's one of my bigger problems it's like well am i getting five good guy armies and only four bad guy armies there should be five bad guy armies it should be even
0: uh yeah i, I don't know i i think it's i i agree mostly um it's just like they they spe- the problem the problem with that actually is specifically uh high elves is the actual issue with that one really uh, yeah because uh, because if you look every army lines up to a enemy except for high elves uh because the wood elves they their enemy is the beastman yeah uh the dwarves their enemy is ONG. and g okay i, I kind of see where the, you're going the bretonians their enemy is the tomb kings okay and empire of man their enemy is the warriors of chaos Okay. I can so, see that High Elves don't have the Dark Elves to balance yep. them out. High Elves do not have their enemy faction Dark Elves, which is which is surprising. Um, I, yeah. you know,
1: so I'm wondering if they didn't put dark and I wonder if they didn't put Dark Elves in the game because in Age of Sigmar Dark Elves are considered a good guy army, but in the Old World they would be considered a bad guy
0: army. I maybe it's possible. We didn't add them in, mate, cuz we thought it'd be confusing oh. to the average gamer. No, you know what? I know why they didn't. Why? I, I actually, I, I mean, my guess, I, I guess I shouldn't say I know, but my guy, because the fucking, the old Dark Elf range is fucking all metal. No, it's not. The There's only, like so much fucking metal in that army. The no, bl- it all
1: got changed in 8th edition. It's all back oh, to get it. Yeah, so um, I know that they have in the, the things that were still metal in the 8th edition were the bolt throwers. They did not get, they never got plastic bolt throwers, weirdly enough.
0: I thought and like aides and executioners and everything, and the executioners were plastic, right? Really? Really? Oh, I no think executioners... I thought I thought, it, I thought the only plastics were the. I mean, again, I mean, it could be completely talking on my ass because it's been a while and I didn't play Eighth Edition, but I, I thought it was uh, um, infantry. So like your your standard crossbowmen and spearmen were plastic, and then the corsairs got a plastic kit, and then everything else was metal.
1: No, because they had a new. They had the new. Um old uh, cold ones they had new horse riders because you could run them as shades or uh, you could run them as like uh the the actual infant the, the whatever the ones and they were like witch elf guys that you could run them as too mm-hmm. um harpies were metal still i don't think they ever got plastic but they do have plastics now they have you can get them in war cry um and i think they did have plastic uh executioners in blackguard i think it was a double kit and a, and plus plastic witch elves too like that whole army range got updated you get a plastic uh hydra because remember how awful the metal hydra is because i have three of them oh yeah that, that hydra that hydra is fucking that, atrocious that hydra is one of the things that i was like man i wish i had a resin version of that hydra but they actually released a plastic one yeah because it was awful and it could it, it never ever in the history stayed together uh yes that is correct and they did the um, Cauldron of Blood. The Cauldron of Blood got a plastic update, remember? Because they they re-released it for with the all the Age of Sigmar stuff. I honestly think it's just oh. not in there because of Age of Sigmar.
0: That's right, because that's I forgot that that's the, yes, because that was their that was their end times shit. That, yeah, was, I, that's why I don't know their their plastic kits because it was all end time stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. They had a, they had a lot of the plastic kits, which is weird that they would, but they haven't done anything with them, so it's it's weird to me that they would yeah. do that. Well, but whatever, it yeah. doesn't
0: matter.
1: No, it doesn't. No, not in the long run. No one's gonna play
0: them anyway. No one's playing these games. We're uh, just gonna sit
1: there and talk about it.
0: Yeah. Well, that's that's the hobby. That's the hobby. The hobby is you talk about what things you're gonna do, and maybe play with like the one army that you finished like three years ago, <laughs> and then you keep talking about the other armies you're gonna do, but you never do it. That's that's the
1: hobby. All right. So, um, just a couple things. Um, in in wrapping up our feelings, I th- I think the old world we're we're giving it a a thumbs up in terms of the release right like everything that they're doing with the release
0: seems to be positive yeah yeah we're talking we're like i'm i'm pleased i am pleased
1: yeah we're all kind of like oh all right cool this is this is everything that we wanted from this game Uh, the game might be shit we're all gonna sit down to play our first game of the old world we're gonna be like oh yeah that's the reason why no one played fantasy um that's a very big possibility,
0: yeah. well, I mean, fan- like very- fantasy was very specifically taken out by the fact that the buried entry was huge. the art the art the, the game was like inflating to a huge size. And then also the game was fucking garbage to play because they um uh, fucking made an addition where everything fucking explodes. Uh, with one spell it's like oh yeah so the addition is you need to make a huge super death star because if you don't you'll lose to your opponent's super death star but also you have to bring something that can delete a super death star in one spell Uh, and so yeah so the yeah the addition was just from all from all accounts from every single person I've talked to like the addition was miserable (laughs) I mean like I said I full disclosure I never played eighth like I I was out seventh edition I I bounced off of Warhammer with seventh edition uh with well, fantasy with seventh edition. Um I, I I think that my last my last game was a tournament where I flank charged a unit of corn flesh hounds and uh ended up losing the combat and breaking <laughs> uh auto breaking because of fear. <laughs> And I was just like, all right, I'm done. I'm done with this game. <laughs> I'm like, done. Right, I'm done. I'm done with this game. Yeah, it was the yeah, last night. Yeah,
1: very much so. And
0: I I
1: played a little bit of eighth edition. I was building a um albino rat army for my Skaven. Mm. And it's a very, very beautiful looking army. I just never finished it just because with Skaven, you needed a unit of 80 in the front. And it was like I just could not paint more rats. at that point i burned myself out so many yes uh other and another as we're so we're saying it's it's a positive release we're very excited about it game might be shit but we don't care um i would recommend picking up an army you know just go for it do it you'll see what we're talking about it is a slow plotting methodical game that is often not fun but it's very very rewarding
0: It's, it's, it's often not fun, but man, is it fun?
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> playing the game is not fun, but everything else surrounding the game is very, very fun.
0: Sometimes playing the game is really fun though. Sometimes I mean, playing the game is ba- fun, yeah. basically like, I mean, I'm I'll, I'll just, I'll just fucking throw it out there. Like as someone who was a fucking sweat in Warhammer fantasy, because I mean, I was a 100% I was, a yeah, fun was, vampire. Yeah. I was absolutely a fucking sweat in Warhammer fantasy. Um, the game's going to be so much fucking better if you just don't do that. like like i don't uh, like i've played i've played enough uh aos games now and like uh i've I've shifted to the casual side of miniatures and holy fuck is a game way more fun it's way more fun when you don't like when you bring an army that looks like an army and is just good like don't intentionally bring dog shit but don't (laughs) bring like the best it's way more fun to do that
1: Yeah, I I, what GW should do is when they're selling when they're bringing out the old world kits, they should also send to each store a box and it's called a Warhammer fantasy sweat lord intervention kit. (laughs) You open it up and there's a bunch of um, cue cards that you have to read from when you're doing an intervention for sweat (laughs) lords like thief. I, th- I know you're here today to think we were going to play some Old World, but really, um, <laughs> we're talking- it's an intervention. It's an intervention for your sweat lord list. I'm not a sweat lord. I'm just putting together an army I know I could win with. Because what's the point in playing the game if you don't know how to win? Steve, I just want to talk about how your actions not only hurt yourself, but also hurt me. <laughs> um-
0: <laughs> I mean, the one big thing I will say is that I-, I was turned into a sweat lord because I was playing against very competitive players with a very bad army. Yes. So um, that, that was the thing because like man, like like l- losing every game like badly for a really long time was uh was was very frustrating. I I think that would be the main thing with my my only thing I would
1: say to GW is please try and keep this as balanced as possible. Not it doesn't have to be one hundred percent like super balanced like chess. Um, it's just try and keep it as balanced as possible in terms of just fun. Like, don't make anything too strong. Just keep it fun, keep it light. Do do your balancing through points. I'm hoping that this edition, because of the use of the internet, will balance point costs fairly quickly. Like, just make things that are too good, too expensive to take, or too uh, uh, expensive enough to take just all the things that you just want. Right? Mm. Like, I'm not going to spam this unit because there's it's so good. It's just. Make it just the points just high enough that you could take one unit of this really good thing, or and not a very big unit, just enough. Right, I right, right, I think they're doing some internal balancing stuff with um, army selection and stuff like that, but we'll see. We'll see. I'm just, I'm, I'm just excited. What, I'm, yeah. what else can I say? It, it makes me wet.
0: It's gonna um, be sweet.
1: <laughs> All right. Um, anything else we want to talk about with Old World before we go on? Uh. No, I think we're good. What about the uh, that the grind them down spell for the tomb kings, or the rule? Oh, oh there's... That's... yeah. Yeah. Okay. Whilst the well, whilst within the general's command range, friendly models whose troop type is chariot
0: may reroll. Oh, the nice rerolling rolling... impact hits? Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. I mean, that's pretty cool. I mean, dude, bro, if they make a fucking viable Cetra tomb Setra uh, chariot list, I'm gonna fucking play the shit out of that because <laughs> Cetra does not kneel. That's just not nearly. I mean, he was. Always, I thought that was always one of the coolest armies aesthetically. But man, it was fucking garbage. It was yeah. that. That was. You know what? That is. That is. That that might be like the way to sum up Tomb Kings back in the like when I played them. Was like, holy fuck, this army is so aesthetically dope. But man, are they garbage? <laughs> well, this, that was always the
1: issue with every fantasy army. Is that anything that aesthetically looked amazing was garbage?
0: <laughs> that's pretty true.
1: Yeah, like like uh, any army that you were like, oh, this is the most boring looking army in the world. Fucking fantastic. Yeah. It was just, you like... <laughs> but you're like a fucking bone giant army with, with shop decor that it's awesome. Oh, it's terrible. It's
0: the worst <laughs> army in the game. <laughs> oh, oh <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. I mean, I, I love team Kings. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. And uh, yeah, I mean, I hope your 3d printer is ready. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm
1: right now, I'm, I'm all I'm doing hobby wise, waiting for the old world release. Of course, is I am just working on my war, my warlord titan that I have my resident one. So, and I'm yeah, almost I
0: gotta, done. I got to get back into the hobby. I've been, I've been doing other things. I got to do, I, I got to work on ter- I got a bunch of terrain. I need, need to finish some train, 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 bunch of train, choo choo. Yeah. Uh, um, which what should be good, which end up being big, which I should have enough that ends up being good for both. Fantasy and for AOS, now that I think about it. Well, fantasy, you want one little thing in the corner. See, that's did, did they cover terrain? I didn't see any. I looked, obviously, I mean, I didn't go to every article because there's like they released like 10 billion fucking articles, but like, yeah, I didn't see anything on terrain. I still didn't see anything about terrain, so we'll see. I mean, I would love terrain to be part of the game. Um, and, like, so, like if anyone if anyone ever, if anyone has not played Warhammer Fantasy, uh, the reason why you usually see tables where there's like no terrain in the center of the board, and it's it's just in the four corners where like the game isn't played is because the way the old rules worked is for lack of a better term, if your unit went into a terrain piece, they were out of the game. It's the old world is designed to play like
1: a classic pitched battle from a movie, right? Yeah. two armies line up on opposite sides of an open field and go at it. Yeah. There's reasons why armies didn't fight in forests because yeah. they would get killed. There's reasons why armies never had a, a river between them. Um uh, look at that look at the the Scottish army, the Scottish battle with the bridge. The English got slaughtered because they couldn't get across the fucking bridge. Yes. Uh Bannockburn, right? Was that I don't remember whether was that. the I don't. It was at Braveheart and Mel Gibson's an anti-Semite.
0: <laughs> so. i don't know what that doesn't have to do anything to do with with the price of tea in china but I'm it's the sure. only it's the only thing you think of when you think it's about it's the it. only thing i can
1: think of it's whatever the because in the movie it was like the battle of something bridge and i can't remember the name of it mm. and there was no bridge in the movie yeah because <laughs> they were like we can't show the bridge of the move doesn't work yeah. um but yeah i haven't seen i haven't seen any of the train stuff but train for fantasy should be like a cool piece of terrain in one corner and like maybe a two or three tree stands that would kind of like make maneuvering important, but that's it. You don't want anything else other than that mm. because it'll just make your game awful. Um, I, You know what I hope they will re-release Steve. I, I hope that they re-release the Warhammer Fortress.
0: Oh, me too. I mean, they've been using it. They've been showing it in so a many. Lot. Yeah. They've been showing it in a lot of the preview images so, I got a feeling I might be
1: doing it. So, on um, my Warhammer fortress that I have is the bunker one, and I got it for doing a, a commission for one of the bunker managers, is because they had all that terrain that got um, <laughs> sent to them when they stopped doing Warhammer fantasy at um, Games Day. Mm hmm. So the so the, the bunker was like, well, we got to throw out all this terrain. And I was like, well, give me this terrain. And they're like, well, if you do this, I'll give you all this terrain. So I was like, OK, so I got the entire Kislev castle from the old uh, battle of, of Kislev mega battle that they used to do at Games Day. I have that. The the thing is, though, I want some of the old towers and like that I will actually fit the castle I and I I've always seen them. They're very expensive and I don't want to spend that much money on them. <laughs> so I just, I would like to get the actual towers for sure. <laughs> there you go on that. Um, the one last thing I want to talk about before we, we end up for the this cast is they the, we're finally releasing the legions Imperialis uh, army book that the called the great slaughter. And this is where a lot of the stuff that wasn't in the army book, the first like rule book is going to be in. So like, Jet bikes and speeders and and drop pods and shit like that, which you would think would be part of a space marine army, are finally going to be released in this book. So you have to buy your $50 DLC in order to make your army somewhat playable for what you have. I I know it's not necessarily the best thing, but there you go. There is a, but what I did like in there is there's something called Titan Death game mode, which is essentially how to play a mega battle with Legions Imperials, like a 6,000 point army. All right, that sounds pretty cool. I mean, it does sound kind of dope. I I don't know how well it will play, but it does sound dope. I'm just gonna put that out there. Yeah, I mean, that, that sounds that sounds that sounds pretty fire. It sounds fire. Anything else that we should talk about before we go? Are we just completely burnt out because of? Nah, man, I well, think we're good. Old world, yeah. I there might be other stuff that's going on in the gaming world, like literally Chris Chan could be releasing an RPG book right now, and we should be talking about it. Eh... <laughs> But <laughs> we, we talked about the most important thing in gaming. Yes, the most, the, the most important thing in gaming. Yeah. And and by the most important thing is a re-release of a game that was canceled because nobody played it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but we're very, very excited about it because why not? Yes. Okay. Uh, so you could go to the Game Classy Facebook page. The Game Classy Facebook page is the best way to find out the link to the Game Classy Discord um, I usually put it up the week that the podcast drops. It only goes for seven days because you can't change it on Discord for 14 days. I should just put up a permanent link, but whatever. Because it's not like we're getting spammed in our in our Discord. We have a great community on there. We like to talk about many, many fun things.
0: You still should put a permanent link out because uh, permanent permanent links get uh hunted by not sp- most cases your issues bots. with yeah it's bots bots are the problem not bots not and bots and bots and bots yeah it, it's it's not like it, it, it i mean it's possible that some specific person would want to like come in and troll but like that's an easy thing you just don't you know ban them but like uh yeah bots are the issue what is why you shouldn't have a uh like a, an open discord generally
1: yeah no i, I oh, you know what i didn't talk about i didn't talk about my amazing barnes and noble find oh what did you find in barnes and noble that I I, well, I showed you the picture. I, um, I, I know you showed me. Oh oh okay. I, I thought you were asking like in in like legit sincerity, because um, you do forget things. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the Barnes and Noble in Naperville, which is very close to where Steve and I live, is moving. And this Barnes and Noble has been at that location for almost thirty years at this point, twenty years at least, twenty five. It was there when the old Graham Crackers was there. I don't know if you remember that, Steve. Um, I do. I don't know how often you went to downtown Naperville growing up. I only I only came out to Naperville in my 20s. So when I went to college. But the the Barnes Noble has been there forever and they're moving locations. So they put a massive sale in the store, 75% off all board games and toys, with the exception of Lego and puzzles. I went there and bought 200 dollars worth of board games and they were all Games Workshop games and BattleTech games. So all of those BattleTech like Barnes Noble exclusive boxes with the, with the 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 mechs in there, got them all for like 4 bucks a piece. The big rule books and like the clan books and all that shit for like you know 10 bucks a piece. I got Blitzball, I got Crypt Hunters, I got like all of the board games like, big box board games that Games Workshop sells for next to nothing, and it was glorious. Nice. Yeah. Um, I actually ended up, uh, you know, I I dropped 200 bucks on all of it, and I'm probably going to flip the Battletech stuff because, uh, as I told you, I'm going to attempt to read the Battletech rulebook, and literally my eyes fell out. It was the worst thing in the world I've ever read. (laughs) I told you. It's terrible. I mean, God, how do people play that game? And I'm not saying it's a bad game. I'm just... I,
0: I it has to be something you're born into, like Catholicism. I don't um, get it. Well, I mean, I'll tell you. That, I'll tell you one thing: the majority of people playing BattleTech are playing Alpha Strike. Probably. I mean, I I don't doubt that. I'm just you like look at it, and you're just like, my God,
1: man. I, I it, it's literally like convert like reading the BattleTech rulebook is like converting to a new religion. You're like, you know what? Maybe I should give Judaism a try. And you oh, start it's, reading it's, into it, and you're it just is, like
0: indecipherable gibberish
1: yes it, it, that's just and that's just it it's like the, any religion you get into it's just indecipherable religion and indecipherable gibberish unless you're born into it and yes. then you're like okay i get this so like yes what soon enough all of the battle players who still play that insane rule book will be dead probably from covid <laughs> uh, <more likely. laughs> yes this but alpha strike will live on yes yeah <laughs> um it just it, it blows my mind so aside from that, let's go just want to talk about that. Uh the the Discord is a wonderful, wonderful place. We talk about many things, including Star Trek. Yes, indeed. Yes. Um, especially Star Trek. <laughs> God, I love Star Trek. We do like some tracking. The Prodigy's on Netflix now. Really? Yeah. That's they awesome. moved it
0: over. That's 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 actually fucking awesome. I, I, I yeah. Work. I gotta watch that I, I mean i only watched like a couple episodes i enjoyed what i saw but i didn't get to finish it before it got pulled so fuck yeah
1: yeah i i i, I hate the fucking animation on it, it yeah it's, it's the hardest I mean, thing for me to get into
0: yeah i mean at least it's animated well but i can see not liking the visual style yeah you mean the aesthetic right not the actual like animation
1: well the it's the aesthetic more than anything the animation is not great it looks like a so to me, the animation and designs kind of look like a Nickelodeon children's show that's like designed in China. Like Vampirina, that's what it looks like to me. Mm, I see. And I'm just like, Ugh, I'd prefer it if it was animated like Peppa Pig more than this. Yeah, because the,
0: the animation itself is fine, but like yeah, the aesthetic is weird.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm not, I, I can't get into it for that reason whatsoever. Um, it's if- will watch though. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So go to our Discord. Uh, if you want to see more of, of Steve and myself, you could follow me on Instagram at, at @gameclassyjoe. Joe. I actually did just get a Blue Sky um, account. It's at Game Classy Joe. However, I'm not really active on Blue Sky. Um, I, I like going on to it. I was going to check out like the porn scene on Blue Sky. Oh, so, so
0: much. There's a lot of so, porn on there. So much. It's great. It's And the best thing about it is actually if you are a porn creator or porn enthusiast or not porn enthusiast or not porn creator, there's just a very specific tag you can do on your account where you can be like, my account is going to post porn. Like you just you, – you tag your account as that. And, oh, then, okay. and then on your uh, – another thing on your account is I want to see porn. Yes, no. Yeah, so yeah. if you post – my account is going to post porn, yes – And then anyone who has, I don't want to see porn toggled will not see your account. Oh, that's nice. So like, that's, that is the actual solution. And it's so fucking simple. Obviously, like it took tech bros, like 20 fucking years to think about like, Oh, it's good. Cause like, cause with Twitter, you, you like, they just suppress the porn, which is so fucking stupid because like, there's people who want to use Twitter for porn. Like that's what they want to use it for. So like, don't suppress a service that like you can provide, and and the idea and the reason that you would suppress porn is because advertisers like say I don't know fucking, uh, Merrick Bank, uh, doesn't want its you know hey open an account at Merrick uh, Bank for the for your whole family uh, directly above some girl getting piped by two guys like they, <laughs> they might not want that so that is the reason that you would suppress said porn, um, but if you just literally making an opt-in opt-out it fixes all of the fucking issues and that's what blue sky has so if you if you are a porn enthusiast uh but feel, feel free to join blue sky it's great i mean and and if you follow me on blue sky you are going to see some absolute degenerate fucking filth so so
1: yeah don't necessarily follow steve unless you're prepared for that
0: yes yeah i mean i i mean i think i just re i think i just retweeted a picture of a pokemon character with an asshole like fucking a mile yeah, wide I, oh yeah I,
1: I, yeah yeah <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah
0: <laughs> So yeah, so yeah, there you go. Yeah.
1: I don't do any of that. I mostly post pictures of my minis. so uh, I haven't done it in a while, but I really need to because I've been working on this warlord Titan for a while now and it's it's finally starting to come together. I'm doing the 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 dumb the dumb boring part where I'm like working on the legs and like uh, but the legs look great. They look great, Steve. <laughs> well that's good at least. yeah, I try to get all the boring stuff done. I do one exciting thing. I did the head. And then I do all of the uh, then I do all the boring shit, which is like the legs and the toes mm. and all that stuff. I just I just figured it's a little easier that way to like numb the pain of painting a gigantic <laughs> model. Uh, yeah. Do you brush? Yeah. Do you brush paint those or do all airbrush? Uh, I airbrush the vast majority, but all my detailing work is usually done with a brush.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. So like when you see it, you see like all like the armor plates. The vast majority of have done with airbrush, and then I'm just cleaning up the airbrush with my actual like detail brush, and like doing like smaller detail work. It's a lot of sponge work. It's a lot of sponge. It's a lot of um, highlights and and using the masking tape to, right. to paint a, a thing like that.
0: Yeah, I mean the only the only giant model I ever painted was Smaug. Uh, yeah, and that, and that was uh, mostly I I did like two two passes of airbrush and then like a lot of dry brushing
1: yeah i don't Uh, i i actually get mad when i'm doing a warlord painting a warlord when i have to use a brush i get mad at that point
0: luckily with smog it was okay because like like you literally kind of have to he was so textured
1: yeah oh
0: yeah yeah with smog yeah 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 uh so yeah but that's 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 the biggest model that i've ever that i ever painted and I, i said it was mostly just uh it was mostly airbrush and then like, but then I did a lot of brush work on it. I, I was I, I was asking because like I got figured because the Titans like all smooth and shit, so I figured it was almost all airbrush.
1: Ah, yeah. All right. So uh Steve, until the release of the old world, play Warhammer.
0: Yay! <laughs> Game Classy.